Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Are You Using the Keys? Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive what you have. Speak through me, Father, and we choose to apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about, Are You Using the Keys? Jesus has given us the keys to heaven. He paid for them, but he won't chase anyone down to force them to take the keys. What are you doing with your free will? Did you receive the keys from Jesus? Well, let's start today in Matthew 16, 19 in the Living Bible. Jesus said, And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever doors you lock on earth shall be locked in heaven, and whatever doors you open on earth shall be opened in heaven. Folks, notice Jesus said he will give us the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and we receive those keys with our mouth and with our heart. When we receive the keys to heaven, then our words on this earth, when they line up with the word of God, and are spoken by faith, they have the power to activate the angels of God. There is a battle in the heavens above with Satan's forces and God's angels. We activate God's angels by faith and speaking the word of God. I know some famous preachers have been saying something else, but we have the power to bind demons if, if, I said, if we have faith in God and his word. Without faith in this area or any area, it is impossible to please God and see the fruit that Jesus paid for. Matthew 16, verses 16 through 19 in the Amplified Bible. 16, Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed, the Son of the living God. 17, then Jesus answered him, Blessed, happy, spiritually secure, favored by God, are you Simon, son of Jonah, because flesh and blood, mortal man, did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. My friends, if we just walk in the flesh, we'll miss most of what God has for us. This revelation of Peter was revealed by God. 18, and I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades, or death, will not overpower it by preventing the resurrection of the Christ. Folks, the rock was not Peter, any more than it was you or I. It was the revelation that Peter had that Christ is the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Son of the Living God. That is the rock, the revelation that God built his church on. 19. I will give you the keys or authority of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind, forbid, declare to be improper and unlawful on earth, will have already been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose or permit, declare lawful on earth, will have already been loosed in heaven. My friends, the keys from Jesus give us his authority. And notice, whatever we bind and whatever we loose or permit will happen. 
Jesus gave his authority to us. Wow, how powerful the church would be if more of the church would just walk in this one simple revelation instead of thinking, I'm just a worm, or I'm so unworthy, and on and on. Jesus made us worthy. He gave us authority. He gave us the keys. Philippians 2, 9 and 10 in the Amplified. For this reason also, because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. 10. So that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Folks, the name of Jesus is the name above every other name. And we, you and I, with faith, give voice to that name. We can use that name against any other name. Poverty, sickness, evil, and the list goes on. Philippians 2, 9 through 11 in the Amplified Classic. Therefore, because he stooped so low... God has highly exalted him and has freely bestowed on him the name that is above every name. 10. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should or must bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. 11. And every tongue frankly and openly confess and acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. My friends, Every knee will eventually bow to the name of Jesus and confess Jesus is Lord. Sadly, for most people, it will be after they take their last breath, and then it will be too late to make heaven. Revelations 3, 7, and 8 in the Amplified. And to the angel divine messenger of the church in Philadelphia write, These are the words of the Holy One, the True One, He who has the key to the house of David, he who opens and no one will be able to shut, and he who shuts and no one opens. Folks, Jesus opens doors no one can close and closes doors that no one can open. 8. I know your deeds. See, I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut for you, have little power, and have kept my word, and have not renounced or denied my name. Revelations 3, 6 through 8 in the Living Bible. Let all who can hear listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. My friends, will we listen to what Jesus is telling us, or will we listen to the world and the God of this world? 7. Write this letter to the leader of the church in Philadelphia. This message is sent to you by the one who is holy and true and has the key of David to open what no one can shut, and to shut what no one can open. 8. I know you well. You aren't strong, but you have tried to obey and have not denied my name. Therefore, I have opened the door to you that no one can shut. Folks, we have to choose not to deny the name of Jesus. And that opens the door to heaven for each one of us individually. It is a free will choice. James 4, 6 through 8 in the Amplified Bible. But he gives us more and more grace through the power of the Holy Spirit to defy sin and to live an obedient life that reflects both our faith and our gratitude for our salvation. 
Therefore, it says God is opposed to the proud and haughty, but continually gives the gift of grace to the humble who turn away from self-righteousness. My friends, we cannot make ourselves righteous. We just receive by faith what Jesus has already paid for at Calvary. And we choose to live an obedient life and to defy sin, reflecting both our faith and our gratitude for our salvation in heaven. Seven, so submit to the authority of God, resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. Folks, notice we resist the devil. God doesn't do it for us. And if we could not stand against the devil, why would God tell us to do it? We choose to resist the devil and stand firm against him, and he will flee from us. 8. Come close to God with a contrite heart, and he will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your unfaithful hearts, you double-minded people. Now closing, James 4, verses 6 through 8 in the Living Bible. 6. But he gives us more and more strength to stand against all such evil longings. As the scripture says, God gives strength to the humble, but sets himself against the proud and haughty. 7. So give yourselves humbly to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. 8. And when you draw close to God, God will draw close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and let your hearts be filled with God alone to make them pure and true to him. My friends, will we use the keys that we've been given? Will we stand against evil or accept it in these last days? Will we resist the devil and make him flee? Or will we let him run us over most days? Will we draw close to God or draw close to the world? Let's all choose to accept the keys from Jesus and walk a victorious Christian life and hunger for an eternity in heaven. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you defeated death, hell, and the grave, Father. We choose to walk in it and receive the gift. We choose to stay close to you. Thank you for paying the price. And thank you for helping us to be a blessing to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.